It's time for you to look inward and begin asking yourself the big questions. Who are you? And what do you want? The greatest illusion of this world is the illusion of separation. You can't wait around for someone to help you. You have to help yourself. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Panacea Concept. So today I'm going to be talking over the exciting topic of legalities of the uh, like COVID mandates and the employers talking about mandating their employees get the vaccine that's experimental and not approved, as well as the testing. How is all of this legal is really the what interests me. Uh, today is a news-based episode, so I think um, the, for the purposes of educating uh, people around there, like how, how can so many things go wrong uh, when it comes to the last year, year and a half? So we're going to explore the illegal topic of that because um, I think uh, so many people have have uh, discussed that legal system is really broken, and it, it seems to veer always in the direction of certain really, really rich people um, instead of the truth um, and science. So apparently, um, you know, apparently science isn't really science anymore anyway, but whatever. Uh, it's, I guess it's never really been, um, science has never been about science. It's been more political pretty much since it's, uh, I don't know, a few hundred years ago, I guess. It's always like the same uh, story. You can read about the same people who had uh, great ideas, but were suppressed because it uh, conflicted with the ideology of the scientific community, uh, because it wasn't really a scientific community. It became a, a religion very quickly. And that's simply, I think, because humans in general are religious creatures. And when we uh, say, oh, you know, I don't have any religion. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to worship, uh, you know, whatever religion they were worshiping before, because they see science um, as somehow disproving it. Um, then uh, they end up doing the same thing. They end up replacing their previous religion or their lack of religion with uh, with a scientific or science scientism religion. Anyway, so um, so this topic interests me because I got an email from this legal. Uh, website called the Rocket Lawyer. I'm sub subscribed to them because they do uh, really affordable for for small businesses, affordable legal paperwork. Um, so you can feel free to look into them if you own your own business. But anyway, they sent me an email about what are as an employer, what are my rights? Uh, what are my rights, and what can I get away with uh, when I have employees? So, um, so I was like pretty curious because I, I have people come to me and talk to me about their employers trying to, uh, you know, debating what, whether they can try and force you to take an experimental uh, immuno-altering drug. And, um, you know, they're, they're debating it, like, like somehow you're their property. Um, so what gives them the right? What gives them the idea that they can debate my human rights or your human rights? Um, it's not debatable. And uh, anyway, so let's let's see what the, I guess, the dark side of the legal system has to say. Uh, I've been watching some Star Wars, so forgive forgive me for the dark side reference, but uh, 
I don't think they're the first ones to say dark side, but anyway, uh, so rocket lawyer and the link will be in the show notes. They have an article of what you can do, what, what are the exemptions and so forth of, um, it's already in the show notes. Um, when it comes to COVID vaccines and workplace safety and masking and infections and all that uh, load of baloney. And, and one more thing before I get into this article where we're going to discuss whether an employer can require that an employee can get uh, to be vaccinated before they work on site. Uh, other fun parts of this article is how can employers screen employees for COVID-19 symptoms? Interesting. Uh, so ridiculous. Anyway, so I noticed a lot of people who are bigger in the health and fitness and health and science communities uh, really, like if they do actually speak out about this whole uh, COVID-19 pandemic, great reset um, malarkey, uh, they don't, they don't really try to correct everything because it's just so much, so many lies that they just, I think it's just easier for them to just correct a few things than to just say, Everything is a lie, and uh, I'm here to say 99% of everything of everything that they've been saying has been a lie. Um, so let's get into it. So, can an employer require that employees be vaccinated before they can work on site and in person? The short answer, Rocket Lawyer writes, the short answer is yes. Um, recently, the Equal, Oppor Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, the EEOC, issued guidance stating that implementing mandatory COVID vaccine policies is permissible as long as you don't violate federal discrimination rules around disability and religion. No, it isn't legal, although the equal opportunity, like, but you're not going to get help from institutions that were supposed to be helping the worker, like the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission was supposed to be helping the um, employee, the worker, as well as uh, OSHA. They were supposed to be thinking about safety, but they, they're not. They don't care about people masking themselves for eight plus hours. They don't care about fit tests. They don't care about their previous uh, studies and scientific uh, article, you know, their position. They just threw that all off, uh, off the roof. Um, you know, they, they've they, they're not going to get help uh, from these people because, uh, as I've said before, you're, they're not real, they're not real, they don't care, they don't care, but and you're the only person um, who really will make a difference in your life, as well as, you know, if you actually build, a, if you're part of a, a good community that actually um, supports each other, then, you know, the community will help improve your life as well. But you know, don't expect these uh, bureaucracies or, or government institutions to do anything uh, helpful. You know, I think um, I'm getting increasingly getting the sense that when this country was founded, they knew just how corrupt governments uh, were. Uh, and they knew that the more government, whatever bureaucracy and, and the more things that um, government institutions that are implemented, the more likely it is that you will have less freedoms and you will have um, less say so over your life because you're, you're outsourcing your authority over yourself um, to these equal opportunity, you know, whatever. These commissions obviously are bogus because look at what they're doing now. When push comes to shove, they just, they don't 
do anything. They, they, they roll over, they do whatever they're told to, um, you know, because of probably indoctrination and training, but anyway, so, um, so what is the, uh, exemption? So the exemption for whether your employer can, can require you be vaccinated, which is just a, a load of garbage because the vaccine in itself is illegal. There are therapeutics and treatments. Infection does not matter, but the, there, these are the lies that are supporting these, um, uh, these rules, these laws, these things that they, the employer can supposedly do is really just supported by lies. So, um, so technically the answer rocket lawyer is completely wrong because they're going on the assumptions, uh, and basing everything on lies. So can they require a vaccination? That's if it, it can, um, if, if it is proven that you be, by you being not vaccinated, that you're causing health, uh, concerns with other people, which we know is impossible because your own immune system, uh, you know, it's the other people's immune system. They could have gotten their, um, uh, COVID-19 or whatever. They could have gotten sick from who knows where, um, but they're pretending like if someone has a COVID positive test and they were wearing a mask or whatever, but someone, uh, down the, down three cubicles or whatever, uh, got them sick because they weren't vaccinated. You know, it's like this weird, um, boogeyman, uh, this ridiculousness anyway. So what are the generally, this is the exemption. So if you have a genuinely held religious belief or a disability, so let's read a little bit about that. So you understand that, um, so the, the term religion is completely used um, loosely. This is from the EEOC. Uh, so it really doesn't matter as long as you have a belief. Um, you do have to, according to this, they, you, they do want you to go on record as saying that I am exempt. But the issue, though, which, you know, I, I'm jumping ahead. So anyway, so the religious belief or practice could be anything. It doesn't have to have to belong to a specific church or anything like that. Uh, common religious accommodation. So the workplace is, is um, supposed to accommodate if it's deemed reasonable, reasonable, <laughs> reasonable, but, but. anyway, if it's deemed reasonable, then, uh, then they have to accommodate. So that would be like uh, giving you a few more breaks so you can pray or uh, allowing you to wear a skull cap if that's uh, part of your religion, uh, hijab. Uh, this is coming from the article. Um, and, and yeah, and atheists need to be excused from religious invocation offered at the beginning of staff meetings, things like that, right? But since it is loosely defined... Uh, so too is loosely defined uh, reasonable accommodations. So if all, if the employee if the employer is completely delusional because they've you know watch a lot of CNN and they watch a lot of uh, you know politicians and, and listen to Fauci, then they're going to think that you're going to kill people if you're not vaccinated, even though they the Fauci and the CDC um, already said that it doesn't prevent transmission. So how can you uh, say that your employer can demand uh, that you be vaccinated in order to prevent other people from getting infected or uh, from you transferring any sickness uh, that you get a vaccine that doesn't actually block 
transfer or infections. So how does that make sense? It doesn't. So it's supported again by a lie. Rocket lawyer, uh, you know, we think lawyers would be really good at uh, coming up with uh, or spotting loopholes or contradictions uh, because this is literally all they do is paperwork um, and spotting where there's some, uh, you know, verbal loophole or something. Anyway, so uh, so this is how the lie is supported. Um, this is what they're telling employers, um, but they're also forgetting that many places are finding it really difficult to to fulfill those jobs. Um, gee, I wonder why. Maybe it's because they're trying to force people to cover their face all day um, and, and rebreathe the waste that comes out of their uh, out of their lungs as they exhale, but gets trapped in a moist uh, mask. I mean, at what point? Right now, my gym is they have signs up for for you to wear a mask, right? No one, I mean, in the morning, not too many people are doing it. So not too many people care because guess what? You were listening to the advice of the CDC um, and the and Fauci for over a year following all their ridiculous um, nonsense that they've been, the unscientific BS uh, for over a year, right? A lot of people died. Uh, a lot of people got infected, right? If case numbers are your thing and that's how you uh, view problems, a lot of people got infected. That's weird. They were wearing masks. They were doing the social distancing. They were following the, the one, one way aisles in the supermarket. Um, they, were, they were locked inside, uh, huddled for uh, in fear, trembling. Uh, and still the results were not good. Uh, then people took the experimental product, the um, uh the gene therapy platform vaccine, which is how uh, one person puts it, a few people put it, uh, then they were told that that didn't work. So why would you listen to them after that? So I mean, they've, they've literally, if uh, I was allowed to be, <laughs> if I could, uh, you know, if I was paid as much as Fauci, the millions of dollars that he gets paid and am consistently wrong, for you know a year and a half, uh, then I could expect to not have a job. Uh, but apparently, if, if life worked out, everyone—I guess—if everyone worked for the government or everyone operated on the same rules and checks and balances, this world, this country would be over really quick. Um, because these people just—they're—they're—they're they're built, and they're one. A goal really just seems to fail and make things worse. That's the goal. Because if they're if that's the goal, then they're really successful. If success is the goal, then they're really really not successful. Anyway, um. So anyway, so that's what the ridiculous. Okay, so let's read on. So what is an employee? What if a what if an employee refuses to come to work for fear of infection? See that they, they talk about infection, and I'm going to point out a contradiction here in a second. So infection, remember, is super important uh, to these people, not in reality, uh, but it's supposed to be important, right? So it's, it's been a year and a half, they're still talking about infections as being, uh, you know, a, a real bad thing. Um, I'll, I'll get to why that's a, a, another BS as well. So uh, so undoubtedly, last year has been one filled with fear. This is what Rocket Lawyer, I mean, I guess they 
I guess they're paid by uh, Bill Gates or something. I don't know. Anxiety and uncertainty with the emergence of COVID Delta variant and the reported breakthrough infection cases, um, which breakthrough cases is also another uh, lie there. Anyway, you may have employees that refuse to come to work for fear of infection. Um, so the Occupational Safety and Health Act protects employees refusing to return to workplace if they reasonably believe they are in imminent danger of contracting the virus. To take advantage of this protection, the employee cannot be generally scared generally scared of getting the COVID virus, but must specifically prove this fear. All right. However, there is no immediate imminent danger and the employee still refuses to return to work. That employee is not entitled to, to pay. So anyway, so let's read what the CDC is now talking about um, when it comes to what's their definition of breakthrough, uh, breakthrough cases or breakthrough vaccine breakthroughs, whatever weird term, vaccine breakthrough cases. Yeah. Breakthrough. Oh, they somehow broke through such a strong barrier of uh, something that doesn't prevent infections. Um, so the CDC, so what is the CDC doing in terms of vaccine breakthrough cases? So first off, more than 166 million people, according to the CDC, has been fully vaccinated as of August 9th. So 10 days ago, not bad. Um, well, not good. Uh, like with other vaccines, vaccine breakthrough cases will occur and, and they were expected. Um, so, okay. Uh, there is some evidence that vaccination may make illness less severe for those who are vaccinated. Look how like strong the term, look how strong the article is when they're on TV, they say, oh yes, it's very strong, very strong. Definitely. You're going to be you're going to be fine for the vast majority of people, like different terminology to give you more confidence in something that doesn't do what they say it does. So, but when you, when you read a CDC article, we're like less likely uh, to be read because first CDC is super boring. Um, second, um, who's going to find this particular page to see what the CDC has to say. Um, only people who are probably awake and aren't going to take the, um, the gene therapy. So current data suggests that COVID-19 vaccines authorized for use in the United States offer protection against most SARS-CoV-2. Interesting uh, switch. They went from COVID-19 to SARS-CoV-2 uh, variants currently circulating in the United States. However, variants will cause some va vaccine breakthrough cases. This is what they said. So notice, so, so what is the CDC doing? Uh, so this is the next part. The CDC is leading multiple vaccine effectiveness studies. What? They're trying to study the effectiveness of the vaccine after uh, administering it to 166 million uh, Americans. So to ensure COVID-19 vaccines are working as expected, in addition to CDC, is coordinate, the CDC is coordinating with the state and local health departments, among other people who receive COVID-19, uh, patients' characteristics such as age or underlining medical conditions are, are, they're trying to look for these patterns. Isn't that weird that during the lockdown and pandemic, not really looking to age or characteristics or characteristics of the patient or underlining medical condition, that didn't matter if you were infected, if you had a case of, of uh, PCR case, 
then you are to be assumed that two pay have have killed you've been been killed by COVID nineteen, right? That, that was the thing. Now suddenly, in the next part of the article, says defining a vaccine breakthrough infection. Ooh, I wonder if they're going to change change the definition. Uh, on us for some reason. For the purpose of surveillance, a vaccine breakthrough infection is defined as a detection of SARS-CoV-2 RNA or antigen in a respiratory uh, specimen collected from a person greater than 14 days after they have completed all recommended doses of US Food and Drug Administration authorized. See, they're phrasing it wrong too. It's emergency use authorized, but they're framing it as FDA authorized but not FDA approved. See, it's always a, a game of words. Anyway, identifying and investigating hospitalized or fatal vaccine breakthrough cases. Here's where they, they do the switch, right? So they defined it, and then here's where they do the switch. So as of May, May 1st, 2021, CDC transitioned from monitoring all reported vaccine breakthrough cases to focus on identifying and investigating only hospitalized or fatal cases due to any cause. Look at that. So now it's suddenly hospitalization and fatal cases are important. But for a year and a half, cases were important in general. It didn't matter if you were hospitalized, didn't matter if you took repeated uh, testing, uh, didn't matter if you died or, or were asymptomatic, you know, whatever. It, it didn't matter. It, everything was uh, horrible, you know, but the numbers going up, fear, fear, fear. Um, but suddenly now hospitalizations and cases and fatal cases are the only thing that matter. So breakthrough cases that are being reported after May 1st is... Um, uh, is is re- significantly reduced because they're only they only care about hospitalization and fatalities now. So they they suddenly switched when it was convenient for them. So this shift will help maximize the quality of the data, according to the as they continue, uh, collected on cases of greatest clinical and public health importance. Oh wait, wait, I thought cases were important. Nope, now hospitalizations and fatal cases are important. Um, yeah, so now suddenly there's a there's a priority. It wasn't any any sort of reasoning before, but now now there's a little bit more reasoning because they don't want the product to look bad because they make money. Um, so yeah, so that is the switch switch in Maru there. So it's COVID nineteen. So let's read how they're going to interpret uh, vaccine effectiveness effectiveness research. Excuse me, been talking a little while today. Um, let's see. So such evaluations will help us understand vaccines are performing as expected outside the more that's weird. Cause they said, they keep saying that it's been performing as, a, as expected, but then they said the variants make it, uh, you know, like the, the vaccine isn't very effective against variants yet. They, they should have known there's going to be variants um, because according to them, vac- uh, viruses change all the time. So um, so which is it? Anyway, so as vaccine uptake increases nationally, we will also try to understand how well the vaccines perform in subpopulations. So they don't know that. Uh, reduce the risk of infection. So they don't know that uh, very well anyway. Uh, they don't protect against uh, they, or they'll learn how it protects against milder COVID-19 illnesses. 
prevents more serious outcomes, including a hospitalization, prevents spread of illness, which is ridiculous. Anyway, provide long-term protection, protects against changes in the virus, protects against COVID-19. They're already talking about booster shots, so it really doesn't matter. Um, but you, you can sell you can see the complete contradictions in only one article. You only have to, to really do your own fact check. You only have to use your brain and read the entire article and then apply critical thinking. And then you can see the CDC lying or being really incompetent, which I don't think you can be purposely incompetent for over a year because even a broken clock is right twice a day. So how are they wrong for a year and a half? How many days is that? I don't know. 500 plus days of completely being wrong. Well, I guess in the beginning when they were recommending for people not to wear a mask and uh, saying that things should stay exactly the same and you shouldn't shut down the country, then then they were being right. So I guess you could take off a couple months. Um, several factors can affect real world vaccine effectiveness, including population host factors, people not included in clinical trials who may respond differently to the vaccine virus factors such as variants, programmatic, programmatic factors, adherence to dosing schedules or storage handling of vaccines. Jeez. This creeps me out the, um, that they keep these uh, biological weapons in negative, negative in like cryo chambers and sub-zero temperatures. Um, anyway, so um, yes, so I want to talk all, all about that too, because I was recently asked to be in a commercial. It wasn't anything big or anything, but it was in, um, it was for, uh, okay, well, I guess I don't want to give it away because I don't want to talk bad about a business because uh, I like the business in general. It's just, they wanted me, so they, they sprung, sprung on me uh, the day before or two days before the commercial shoot um, they sprung on me that they wanted me to provide my vaccination card uh, if I wanted to work out without a mask or uh, take uh, get a, no, a negative COVID-19 test, uh, to which I replied in, uh, you know, in a good way. Uh, I, try, I tried my best. I, I was trying not to be mean or anything like that, but I, uh, I was pretty peeved um, at, at Suddenly, you know, if, if the commercial sh was shot one week earlier, wouldn't have mattered. But suddenly, you know, let's all let's all turn our heads upside down and, and walk backwards or whatever because the CDC um, just says so. Uh, they don't have to provide any proof. They don't even have to make sense. Just people follow whatever they say anyway. Anyway, so I so I said that it was illegal to be asking for someone's. Uh, uh, vaccination card because that's my medical record, right? So why would I have to provide that proof to you? So since the law changed uh, and since there's no, no one to actually stand up for the spirit of the law and, and human rights and privacy and, you know, decency in this country, it is actually something that they can ask for. Uh, but it's also something that they can be punished for because I let them know, I said, you're going to be discriminating against minorities because in general, we minorities are, well, I don't even like to refer to myself as that, but anyway, but, uh, blacks, Hispanic, Hispanics, um, I don't think Asians, I think Asians, um, I'm not sure how 
I mean, they've, they've been in internment camps. You would think they'd also uh, have like uh, a little bit better instincts when it comes to this, but anyway, um, yeah, they, they can ask for your uh, vaccination card, but I think they should be punished if they do, because it's none of their business uh, infections and you can't prove infections came from, uh, you know, anyone who didn't have a vaccine or whatever, or, and you can't prove even if, if they have natural immunity, it, it most likely like with most sicknesses came from your immune system being low, uh, really inadequate to deal with the, whatever exposures you had. So really, if there's anyone to blame, um, you know, it, it sounds uh, like I'm trying to um, blame the person who's getting sick, but in, in actuality, it's taking responsibility. The person who is who got sick needs to take responsibility. It isn't like a blame thing. Responsibility isn't a bad thing. It's, um, you know, so anyway, it's a person who got sick, didn't realize that, you know, what was going on. So that was not anyone's fault, really. You know, it's, it's, so by, by tra trying to blame your neighbors and trying to uh, blame, you know, everything other under the sun besides, you know, things that should be to blame, uh, then, you know, this, this idi idiocy, this uh, illegal, um, this illegal time and in U.S. history continues to be propped up by lies. And if you go to, I guess, if you go to a lawyer, they'll probably say the same. Oh, well, you know, unless you have a really good lawyer who, who will, and they got to really know the ins and out because they're, they're going against, if, if uh, lawyers go against these weird things that they're trying to pull right now, uh, they have, it's uphill battle. So anyway, so so yeah, so I told them they're discriminating. Uh, my medical information is none of your business, um, in a, you know, in a nice way. Uh, and I don't want to be part of your commercial. So you know, good luck with it. Uh, so I don't know, I don't know how many people showed up after uh, after having to jump through hoops to do. Honestly, I think I, I was doing the commercial for free anyway. I just wanted to do it because it'd be a good promotional thing for my business and for myself. So I there I, there was no um, monetary um money there was no money discussed no no transaction transaction with the uh, commercial with money uh was discussed so i was doing them a favor and they want me to jump through hoops i don't think so um and, and yeah what would happen if i if i if i did do that and i think everyone should should hold themselves to the same standard but anyway would if uh if i did test positive because you know the test is a load of crap as as well um excuse me i was supposed to block that uh thought from coming out okay because the test is also uh bogus um then would that uh false positive would that have uh added to the the case demic of north carolina uh most likely so i was i don't want to like you know they should comp and that's the other thing and we talked about this a long time ago but how many negative tests are there how about we compare positive to negative test and we'll see that positive number dwarf, you know, is it like 50 million tests and there's 5 million uh, positives? Well, then who cares? Um, anyway, talking about 10% positive rate and you're not even talking about hospitalizations and fatalities.
so anyway, so that was kind of uh, something that I was going to be happy to share with you guys, like a little commercial thing, but apparently, um, you know, they, they want me to jump through hoops. I have uh, a standard of living that I'm not going to, or, you know, ethics, I'm not going to violate. I'm not going to um, add to the case demic. I'm not, you know, even if it does give me like a little promotional uh, thing tool to use, I'm not going to do it. Uh, same thing, like, like people who know better uh, stitching together a piece of fabric and selling masks. I mean, you're promoting the fear and you're also making it easier for people to get sick. So, I mean, can, can we all just try to live by our own rules of uh, rules and ethics? I think that's not too much to ask, but anyway, on the bright side, cause I always like to end every episode, even a, a news-based episode where the law is ridiculous um, uh, with something bright. So on the 21st, so this is the weekend. So in a couple of days, I'll be teaching a group of people in my community in High Point, North Carolina, um, how they can empower themselves and what that means when they empower themselves and how that seemingly insignificant act really, it really uh, improves the community and uh, why it does, what it, what it looks like, and, um, and then also how to actually get healthy. So kind of a lot to accomplish in 30 minutes, especially because I, I don't seem to have my episodes much shorter than 30 minutes in general. And then I'm going to have a Q&A, of course, because I think um, some clarity would be great. So just really breaking the, um, the uh, I don't know, fourth wall, I guess, third wall, fourth wall, uh, when it comes to habit change, health, uh, mainstream medicine, psychology, all those things. I'm going to accomplish it. That's my goal, accomplishing that in 30 minutes. I actually, that was actually yesterday's or last episode 186 was um, that presentation. And I think it, if, I think it's, it helps uh, really keep you on track of where you want to go. So anyway, so the positive is I have a good number of people uh, signed up to go to my uh, class. So even though I'm not in a commercial and I can't, um, or I'm not currently going to be like bumping elbows with anyone who runs a certain business so that I can uh, hopefully do another class in, in whatever facility that, that was that I'm not talking about. Um, I'm instead making my own facility and, and inviting my own people and people are signed up to go and there's a good amount of people for my first class. So, you know, when life throws obstacles at you, just go around them. I mean, it's, it's, it's frustrating at first. It's kind of annoying that, uh, things seem to work out and then that, you know, everything's going well. And then there's an obstacle in front of you, but you know, what are you going to do? S sit there and, and dwell on it for, you know, a, a couple of weeks and not take any action at that point, you're in the victim or you're in the uh, drama triangle. And that's not, that's not where real happiness and change takes place. So anyway, the big five is $500 off. So take advantage of that. I think it happens like twice a year. So if you can't, if you can't afford it now, feel free to wait till next year, or maybe you can sign up for the reward program through my link and you can eventually earn several of those labs for free. I believe three of them are free eventually. Um, feel free to email me if you want to learn more about the rewards program. It's pretty awesome. I've gotten a few free labs, a lot of free products. I get a free product pretty much every time I order at uh, Equal Life. 
Um, the link is down below. It's equa.life, so E-Q-U-I dot L-I-F-E. If you have any questions, feel free to message me at Matthew at rootslvlwellness.com, uh, following me on my social medias. So the, um, the High Wire has a new uh, community page, so I'm on that. So if you don't want to deal with the weirdness of and spammy nature of Instagram, feel free to visit other social media platforms. Uh, and once again, if you just take these little steps, you're going to see a lot of change, uh, whether you think it's just in your life um, or it's, or you start to eventually notice that other people are paying attention. They're making those changes as well. Maybe you start attracting other people to you that you um, that are a little bit more revolutionary than, uh, than um, your previous crowd, whatever. It's just about doing something. <laughs> you know, that's all it takes. It's just moving one step at a time towards the future you want otherwise if you try to stay still you're just gonna it's, it's kind of like quicksand you're just gonna just gonna slip further and further away uh from where you want to be sign up for um anything just just get moving just get moving right right like maybe like an overview of how the year how what you want to accomplish in a year and maybe it's just 12 small to medium steps you know, I want to buy. So this protocol, I want to um, meet some people who are like-minded, just do that, you know, one month and then do the other one another month, you know, it's not too, not too big of a, of a, of a commitment. And then you end up, uh, you know, much closer to where you want to than if you were just dwelling on a commercial that you could <laughs> commercial that uh fell through anyway uh but it's my first time uh being offered that so i mean that's that's pretty good uh progress for for little old me so anyways i'll see you on the next episode of the panacea concept take care 